baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And yes, once again, uh, Rich Neck Elementary is our top story. Once again, something surrounding um, that incident uh, back a month ago, um, you know, tops the news. Jeff, you handled uh, what was going on. What's the latest out of, out of Newport News and, and the Rich Neck shooting? I think we had theorized uh, at one point last week that it's just the beginning of the potential lawsuits that will be filed in this case. And uh, that has proven to be true as two more uh, lawsuits potentially could be filed, haven't officially been filed yet, but these are from parents of students that were in the classroom of the, uh, uh, the shooting that happened January 6th that injured uh, Abby Zwerner at Rich Neck Elementary. The first Potential suit comes from the parents of a girl who was in that classroom, and they said she suffered emotional harm as a result. And they also say that um, school officials had failed to protect their daughter through instances of uh, bullying, harassment, and assault, uh, not particularly tied to the January 6th shooting, I would assume that these were previous incidents. And um, this is consistent with the other notice of intent to sue from the uh, attorney for Abby Zwerner, who uh, said that there were many, um, many uh, warnings about the six-year-old boy who eventually shot Zwerner and those were ignored. So, that part of the suit from the parents of this girl saying that the school officials did nothing to protect their daughter through uh, bullying, et cetera, that seems kind of consistent with what some other allegations are saying about how, but go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would, I would be shocked if we don't see more lawsuits. I would be shocked if, if, if the parent of, you know, it, I'd be shocked if there are any parents in that classroom that don't sue or guardian. Right. Yeah. Well, the other suit that potentially could occur is from another, you know, set of parents from a kid in that classroom that said that this student um, suffered uh, injury in this incident, and it's interesting that 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 they would say that because the reports have been that no other. No children in the, not no other children, no children period were injured as a result of this incident. So unless they're talking about some other, and in the suit, the attorneys of the parents would not specify what this injury was, whether it required hospitalization or anything like that. But they said that the kid suffered injury as a result of this. So other than that, there's really not a lot of information about that lawsuit, not even the, you know, um, it, whether it was a, a parents of a of a girl or boy in that class. So 
it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And of course, this, of course, joins other lawsuits that are either pending or have happened in this case. Right. And I, I kind of wonder, just speculating out loud again, you know, with no information, you know, maybe it was, um, you know, ear damage due to the gunshot being close be. by. Yeah. I mean, it could be could be emotional trauma, although that doesn't necessarily qualify as as injury. No. I think you would have to mention that. Uh, but I think, you know, the the fact that there was no actual, you know, when I want to say actual reported actual injury, we don't, you know, we don't know what's been reported afterwards. And that's a good point that maybe perhaps it did not require hospitalization, but the gunshot required or it resulted in some kind of ear damage that was uncomfortable for a time. Sprained ankle, sprained ankle running out of the room. Could be. Yep. Absolutely. You never know. So, um, so yeah, it's basically, um, these, like you, like you said, and like I said, I mean, this is probably just the beginning of the lawsuits that are going to happen in this yeah. case. Because we've got this Warner lawsuit, we've got these two. Would not shock me if we see some sort of um, action taken on behalf of the principal, depending on on the way the facts of the case come out there. Um, you know, because uh, you know she she was reassigned, yeah. even though she claimed she was not told, and it seems that the facts are lining up with that. So it, yeah, there's going to be a lot more suits before this is all set oh, yeah. up. Yep. If if I'm uh, Newport News is um, uh, insurer, I'm getting prepared right now. <laughs> no, there's no doubt about that. So so um, moving on from that, uh, quickly over to the General Assembly. Late last evening, uh, after David, you and I wrapped up talking about the Assembly yesterday, uh, the Senate decided to do some some of their best work, quote unquote, um, uh, after we had wrapped up everything. And that they, happens more often than not. Yeah, they they, they rejected three of Governor Glenn Youngkin's um, appointees: one for the uh, Board of Education, one for the Parole Board, and Health Commissioner Colin Green. Um, this doesn't happen all the time. It has happened in the past. Uh, Senator, uh, now Senator Tim Kaine, then Governor Tim Kaine, had a uh, appointee rejected. Uh, I remember that clearly. I think it was 06 or 07, somewhere around there. Um, and of course, uh, Governor Youngkin had a nominee re- rejected last year for natural resources. But uh, this was this was a large number. Um, the education board nominee was rejected um, in part because she's been tied in with a number of the controversies and issues that have arisen around Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology up in Northern Virginia. Um, too detailed to get in here, but basically. Um, there's been a lot of different controversies going on there, be it admissions, be it uh, National Merit Scholarship notifications. Um, and and this nominee, uh, uh, Suparna Duda, um, was really, really intrinsically tied to to all of those um, uh, those controversies. So it's not surprising the Democrats moved against her. On the parole board, um, this one nominee, Stephen Buck, um, they took a look at his voting and found that he almost always voted against parole and just decided that they were going to um, take him off the list because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's interesting to note that, uh, you know, the parole board has been an issue for a number of reasons. Right. Um, you know, you have all no. the controversy surrounding the uh, Governor Northern Parole Board. Right. Uh, this is totally the opposite kid- of what it used to be with the parole board. Yeah. See, they're it, fast and loose with parole. Yeah, you've got some 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 tit for tat here, I think, uh, with, with Democrats there. And then uh, Dr. Colin Green 
ran into uh, controversy last year, and the governor admitted that he was controversial last year when this occurred um, to comments tied uh, tied to race and maternal health. So he uh, he was pulled off the list. Um, and the governor the governor called it petty. The governor called it partisan. Um, but but that's political, what the like, has the power to do. Yeah. Political, petty, and something other. Shameful. Shameful was another word. That oh, was okay. Used. That's not a P word. So, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Par- a partisan would have worked. Petty, partisan, and uh, pa- yeah, yeah, and political, partisan, Polit- that's partisan. Yeah, all, all of the above. All, yeah. all of the above. Uh, David, the story you covered dealt with Hanover and some of their efforts against uh, youth drinking. What is is Hanover looking to do? Of course, this is a weekend where we're going to get a lot of. Um, a um, lot of stories dealing with uh, efforts against drinking and drinking and driving because it's Super Bowl weekend. But what is Hanover doing uh, specifically targeting underage drinking? Yeah, so Hanover is reintroducing uh, a program that I think they've done for the last several years called uh, uh, Sticker Shock, where essentially um, it's a partnership between uh, local youth and police and uh, businesses where, you know, alcohol is sold, um, where uh, these youth are going to go in and leave stickers. Uh, they're going to go to uh, like the beer uh, cooler areas of these establishments and leave stickers on the product, basically reminding uh, the people buying it that it is illegal to buy alcohol for minors or for people not old enough. Uh, to buy it themselves. It's a class one misdemeanor. Um, And it's essentially, you know, it's uh, an effort to curb, uh, you know, basically people going in and buying teenagers uh, beer uh, from these types of places. I asked uh, the, uh, the folks over at Hanover police if, this is a real problem in Hanover. And they said, thankfully it has not been, but they're trying to keep it that way. Um, but this is sort of uh, an effort that they've been doing for a while and had some success with apparently. Understood. And I, I, you know, I, I kind of wonder if, if, you know, how many people that go in and purchase for, for people underage don't know that it's under, <laughs> it, it, it's not the law. But at the same standpoint, I think it's just a, hey, take a quick second, think about it, and, you know, really think of this as something you want to risk. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, David, you had uh, uh, said when you did this story just off the cuff in the newsroom that at first we thought it was just kids going into stores by themselves putting stickers in. But, no, they're going to be accompanied by a sheriff's deputy when they do this. Yes, there was. I did ask because initially it sounded like it was just going to be these you know, groups of uh, teenagers doing this. Um, And, you know, I I was just curious about, um, I feel like, you know, groups of teenagers congregating in the beer sections of these places, maybe not an uncommon site, but uh, they were, they liable to get kicked out. Um, But no, every, all the groups going around doing it are going to be accompanied by uh, a uniformed Hanover police officer as well to sort of, uh, give it that air of legitimacy when the teenagers show up and ask to be shown the beer aisle. So <laughs> where do you keep the beer in this place? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, 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 uh, you know, we, we joke about it, but I'm pretty yeah, sure that this has 
this has some effectiveness. Otherwise, the the Hanover Sheriff's Department would not be doing this and and re, re redoing this. You know, mm-hmm. plus plus it probably it's good messaging. It's good messaging uh, not only to the teens that are that are involved. It's a good story that you know to get out there and say, hey, we're, we're keeping an eye on this. And and again, we're we're coming up on Super Bowl Sunday. We're also coming up on um, you know, it, it's it's amazing how quickly this year has passed. We're really not that far from you know prom season and and that too. It's 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 February already. It's only a hop skip and a jump. We're in April and school's almost over. So, yep. So it's you know things to be graduation parties and the like. So you know yep. it's the the year moves the year moves fast. So good 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 messaging thing. Um, the general assembly overall was relatively slow today. Um, because you know we had crossover yesterday, a lot of bills yesterday, uh, some action on on a, on a few things. There was a uh, a bill that would have expanded the sex offender registry all the way back to uh, crimes committed uh, around 1970. Um, and Senate Democrats said, "Hey, we think that is like adding punishment to to people who have already been convicted and served their time." Uh, it seemed seemed um, seemed to be you know double jeopardy and extra punishment, and they they defeated that bill. Um, the bill had passed the house uh, and uh, the delegate who was uh, pushing that thought it was a, a good right to know bill, good informational bill, but uh, Senate Democrats viewed it as extra punishment. So that is dead for the year. That is dead for the year. I mean, it could nothing, nothing is truly dead. Everything can sort of be resurrected, but I, honestly, that is, that is dead for the Probably year. Probably not going to be. Yeah. 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 And it is the first, it is the first of many bills uh, from the house that will be, uh, will be killed not only in Senate Judiciary, but in the Senate overall. So, so expect expect that to be a lot of this stories coming up. Really, really, the action that we're going to keep an eye on now is budget the budget, now. the budget and tax cuts and spending and raises for state employees. That's going to be the stuff to watch now. Yep. So, so really, that's what we had for you uh, for today uh, for for our, our news coverage. Uh, you know, not as much General Assembly stuff, but still a lot of rich neck stuff and a lot of other stuff going on as well. And we'll keep an eye on that moving forward. The General Assembly will have a little bit more tomorrow. Tomorrow will be mostly budget talk, so we'll keep an eye uh, keep an eye on that uh, tomorrow. So, again, for David Lefkowitz and Jeff Stapleton, I'm News Director Matt Demline. This has been It's News to Us, and we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 